when you know there's going to be a change in traffic, or more importantly, a change in conversion rates, you can make proactive adjustments to your campaigns to capture that higher purchase intent, to generate more sales versus your competition, or to control results, control your ACoS to a larger degree. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. As always, I'm Joe. And I'm Matt. That was nice. I like that. (laughs) So we're from Ad Advance. On this episode overall, just going through my intro, what we're going to be covering is seasonality, longer term trends that we've seen on Amazon, and then how can can we like tie it into like strategies that we're implementing overall, or how does this tie into overall results? So currently, you know, we're just getting, we got done with Prime Day, we're in the middle of summer. And so we're really taking a step back and looking at what's overall performance look like? What do we typically see during this time of year? And then we're getting a lot of questions from clients too, like looking at year over year trends and different things like that. You know, how do we compare these results? We had a pretty crazy year last year too. So we just wanted to take a step back and just say, overall, what we've been seeing over the last couple of years, how does seasonality tie into overall sales and ad results? And then what's some other aspects that we can kind of take into account? Matt, maybe I'll kick this over to you. Let's start really like long-term. Yeah, probably the most consistent long-term trend that we've seen on Amazon is the rise in cost per click, CPC. I pulled data by day going back two and a half years and charted out cost per click over that range. And pretty much in every successive month, there's been a rise in cost per click on Amazon. Some more sellers have flooded to the platform and Amazon hasn't increased ad placements commensurate with the increase in competition and increase in search traffic. It's all supply and demand and a competitively bid auction-based system. So you have more people bidding for the same amount of placements, essentially. They have increased ad placements, obviously, but just not commensurate with the level of competition. So pretty much every month, cost per click has risen. Uh, Year before last, it rose by 30% year over year. And then this year, we're looking at approximately a 25% rise in cost per click over time. That's evaluating like 20 billion plus impressions, tens of millions of clicks. So it's a really, really large data set to evaluate across a huge mix of sellers. Yeah. And then we've seen that, we've seen articles on this too, uh, where it's consistent. So there has been a rise in CPC. That's probably been the most consistent trend that we've seen. And so one thing to keep in mind too is as you're looking at year over year trends with your advertising, the platform is getting much more competitive. You know, when I started as a seller in 2014, you could just turn an auto campaign on with a 10 cent bid and get an ACOS, you know, in the four to five percent range. No problem, no optimization required whatsoever. And the key reason was there just wasn't that much competition. There wasn't that many people who were using Amazon advertising. And if they were, they weren't getting very aggressive with it to drive up bids. So over time, especially with the rise in e-commerce overall, we have a lot more traffic coming to Amazon, but we have a ton more sellers. And with those sellers who are in the market, it's getting more and more competitive trying to set yourselves apart. And so it can be the increase in the number of sellers coming in. But it can also be an increase in the aggressiveness of those sellers in using Amazon advertising. Initially, when we looked at Amazon ads, when I first started as a seller, it was a key profit driver. It was just another way to drive sales and make a ton in extra profits because ACoS was so low, margins were great. 
Now a lot of people are really looking at advertising as a way to spin the flywheel and get organic ranking, but not necessarily a profit driver anymore. So you see a lot more people bidding up to their margins with their ACoS or even above that and actually taking a loss on ads to get those extra impacts from advertising, like you're establishing your organic ranking and being one of those top spots. So um, I would say I, I totally agree with you. I feel like it's definitely an increase in the number of sellers, but probably also an increase in the aggressiveness that people are taking. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's not all doom and gloom, though. Uh, I have good news. Conversion rate has consistently risen, at least amongst our client mix, over that span as well. So Amazon's introduced a ton of additional features and a bunch of additional insights, metrics, reports that you can pull to better manage your campaigns and help you maximize your conversion rate. Even though cost per click is maybe 60% higher than what it was two years ago, our ACoS is pretty much flat. That means that we've offset that rise in CPC with conversion rate improvements. So we've put our ads in better placements and we've evaluated the cost versus conversion benefit of those placements and we've optimized that well. We've introduced, Amazon's introduced a few new ad types like sponsor brand video that convert extremely well and relative to their CPCs. So um, solid ACoS with those. So fortunately, even though their competition has risen, other sellers are being more aggressive, sellers in general are being more aggressive. We have more tools now to where we can control performance, allocate spend where it converts best. And so we've been able to offset that rise in competition and, and costs. Yep, yep. So it's been great for utilizing more advanced strategies because we've been able to find those niches where you can still get a very solid return. You may have to bid more to get your placement, but that placement does really well. Like for instance, top of search placements for sponsored products tend to convert at twice the rate of other placements for sponsored products. So they're the best converting ad type and then sponsored brand video comes in in second place. And so while bids may be higher there, cost per click is higher too, with those instances, we're able to offset the higher cost per click by these ads really converting well. And so that's where we've seen ACoS be flat overall, even though we've seen the 60% increase in cost per click, because we're able to find these different areas where we're still able to get really good conversions, turn those clicks into sales. But from a general seller perspective, it's getting a lot harder <laughs> because you can't just run general strategies anymore. You have to be much more fine-tuned on these placements and what you're bidding for. Um, if you just take a blanket approach and you're aggressive on everything, like that's where you can lose a lot of money pretty quickly just because all these bids are driven up so much for all the major keywords. So you got to find those little corners where you can get these good conversion rates that still make sense for a cost per click perspective. Right. Totally. So that's kind of a multi-year view. Let's talk about year over year. Yeah. So I'm a seller and I'm comparing my results from this June to last June. Is that a valid comparison? Yeah. So between this June and last June, I mean, one, the cost per click has gone up. So take that into account. But two, the world has dramatically changed. We have gone through quite the last year and a half. And so if we look back at last May or June, I mean, we had multiple lockdowns and shutdowns. Um, people were all working from home. Many brick and mortar stores were closed. 
people weren't traveling. And so looking at trends from last year, many people moved to e-commerce and a lot moved to Amazon. And the products that they were buying were much different than what we would typically see. And so now if we fast forward to June timeframe in 2021, we see a lot of things returning back to, I'll say, more normal that they were in pre-COVID times. And so with that, we're seeing a lot of people returning back to brick and mortar. We're seeing a lot of people traveling. We're seeing a lot of people just changing their shopping habits overall. And so it's hard to compare year over year anyways, just because it's getting much more competitive. But looking at last June compared to this June, it's almost like comparing different times of the year because everything was so different in terms of shopping trends. And so you can definitely look at year over year results, but you got to keep that major nuance in mind that the world looks very different. Um, and so it's like you're almost comparing two different time periods. I guess what's your perspective? No, I totally agree. And this year, as things open back up, people become have become so much more active than last year. Everybody was cooped up in their houses, quarantined on lockdown. And one of the things that we'll discuss you know, after this topic is how essentially the more active people are, the less likely they are to convert or shop on Amazon. The more they travel, the more they're out of their house and thrown out of typical patterns, the le- it is inversely related with traffic and conversion rate on Amazon. So last year we had so many people hold up in their house shopping, nothing else to do other than to Netflix and shop. So this year people are stir crazy. They're starting to get out and about the world's starting to open back up and along with brick and mortar opening, it's just a totally different shopping experience, totally different patterns. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess key takeaway is looking at the longer term impact. So cost per click, it's getting much more competitive and much more costly. We've personally been able to offset that by finding these corners where you can really find these top performing placements and making sure that even if we're paying more, we're getting a better conversion rate and offsetting that. And in terms of ACOS, still maintaining that margin overall with advertising, but it is getting more competitive year over year. So keep that in mind as you're looking at year over year results. And then The other key takeaway is when comparing year over year this year to last year, just try to rewind the clock a year and remember where we were all at. And it looks very different overall. So just be very careful when looking at year over year results. It's probably not going to be as actionable as you think just because things have shifted so much. So, you know, and then another item to take into account is general seasonality. So We go through these different waves on Amazon where people are shopping and people aren't shopping. So what's key trends that you see throughout the year and what should sellers be expecting? Yeah. So for the typical Amazon seller, Q4 is going to be the best time of year. There's immense amounts of traffic. There's a crazy lift in traffic, especially second half of November and then December. Huge months for Amazon in terms of people on the platform shopping. And conversion rates, too, are typically at their peak around that time frame. So that means higher sales, often exponentially. As we move out of Q4 into January, there's a pretty steep drop-off in traffic. And then in pretty much each successive month leading into summer, traffic continues to decline. The only cases where that really isn't the case is when you have summer seasonal products. So obviously, you know, if your product's used in summer predominantly, you're going to see a lift as you move into summer. But for most Amazon sellers where there's 
you know, kind of no product specific season or if it's out of season, summer's going to be quite a bit slower. That's a pattern across all of e-com. So it's not just Amazon that sees a drop in summer. It's, it's everyone online. And that's primarily, again, because of shopper activity. People are out and about more, they're traveling more, and they're spending less time in front of their devices shopping. Sure, sure. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously Black Friday, Thanksgiving weekend, that's our peak. Yeah. December is super strong up to usually about the 22nd or the 23rd on Amazon. Once you can't get the product shipped before Christmas, then we start to see a major drop off. The week after Christmas, very quiet. Conversion rates are way down. And then once we get back into January, kids start going to school again. People get into their normal habits. We see the spike back up in January. Definitely not at December levels, but still good. And then we see the slow taper off in terms of traffic as we go through each month. And then once we reach the May or June time period, we see a decent drop off in traffic overall as people are really getting ready for summer vacations, getting outside more. You're just not shopping. You're not on your device as much. Um, There's a lot of things that take you out of those normal daily routines. And that goes through July. Another item to keep in mind is that when we go through a different, especially summer holidays, but just holidays in general, other than around, you know, the December, (laughs) the the November, December holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, we tend to see a major drop off over those periods too. So like Memorial Day, Labor Day, 4th of July, know when you're looking at week over week trends and you see a drop off and say it includes 4th of July weekend, you should expect that sales are going to be down over those periods too. Totally. Yeah. And so if you're a seller, chances are you're familiar with seasonal trends for your brand. If you're not, then you should study your data and get familiar with it. The key reason is because we can use this information. It's not just for setting expectations. It also ties into your campaign management. So when you know there's going to be a change in traffic, or more importantly, a change in conversion rates, you can make proactive adjustments to your campaigns to capture that higher purchase intent, to generate more sales versus your competition, or to control results, control your ACoS to a larger degree. So there are a number of proactive moves, depending which way you expect results to trend, that you can make that will save you money or make you more money. Yeah, and so that's where we're really using this and projecting forward with our clients is, how do we set bids to the right level to forecast those future conversion rates where we're hitting targets, but we make sure that we're not wasting any spend while maximizing total ad sales that we have coming in. and so. We always keep an eye on that and make sure that we're taking into account these different trends that we're seeing. Like for instance, and we'll we'll do another podcast as we get closer to the holidays, but a mistake we see people making is coming into Christmas, conversion rates are super high because everybody's doing their last minute shopping. And if you set your bids based off of previous performance, that would say, okay, I should keep my bids high. But we know that conversion rates just crash after the 22nd or the 23rd. And so we're proactively decreasing bids versus waiting for those poor results to come in in terms of ACoS that week after Christmas and then making moves, which Mm -hmm. we see a lot of people who are using like some automation. Those are items that may not be taken into account. Um, So that's where knowing your seasonality, knowing your trends and knowing these general changes that happen in the market, if you can proactively forecast that, incorporate it into your bids. 
you're going to have better results overall. Yeah. A great example of that can even be day of week trends, right? Sure. So Amazon patterns change by the day pretty drastically. Like what we normally see, Mondays have really strong conversion rates. Tuesdays, again, strong. Wednesdays to an extent. And that kind of tapers off as the week progresses moving into the weekend where they're often a little bit lower. So if we can accurately predict conversion rates by the weekday, we know where we can bid more when we can bid more aggressively to capture that higher intent traffic, more sales, better ACOS, and when we should bid more passively uh, when people are less likely to convert. Yep. And the sum of those changes ends up being a pretty material amount, you know, in terms of savings or upside. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And as we're going through this podcast, we're talking about general trends overall. When we're actually doing this analysis and this optimization, it's on an account by account level. So it's not like we're just taking these general trends and applying them to everybody as we go. Um, we're analyzing what actual performance looks like. But this is another case where, in general, we can see some pretty decent changes throughout just even using the day of the week. So, for instance, Mondays tend to convert a lot better than Saturdays. And so what that tells us is that we should bid more on Mondays and get those impressions for our ads in front of the people who are most likely to convert and not bid as much on Saturdays. So let's let our competition spend more to get the impressions on Saturdays. And then let's outbid them on Mondays and let's get those shoppers who are most likely to convert. So um, we draw a very clear line in the sand on when we use our software and when we don't. and Trying to forecast repeatable trends like day of week is a perfect use of software. Um, so we actually implement some machine learning algorithms um, to do this complex regression model that takes into account your typical day of week trends and then forecasts that going forward. And what we've been able to see is by implementing that, we can make daily changes to bids to take advantage of it. You know, we make longer bid changes based off of like you know, the seasonality aspects and the general performance of the products. But then we can also make more of these micro adjustments based off of other factors, like just day of the week conversion rate changes. And in some instances, they can be pretty drastic overall. So we'll scale these up or down based off of what we typically see for that account. But it's all these little nuances that helps us keep combating the increased competition that we're seeing on Amazon advertising, make sure that we're getting a solid return for our clients. Totally. Yeah. So, you know, just recapping kind of what we've covered. So, you know, the platform is getting much more competitive overall. And so we need to get more complex in our strategies to be able to combat that and find these great areas where we can still get that solid return for Amazon advertising. So um, in terms of a seller, like it's getting tougher out there for sure. So if you're looking at year over year trends, make sure you're taking these changes in competition into account. And also just make sure that you're taking into account the crazy year and a half that we just have lived through and a lot of things have changed. So tough to compare year over year overall. And then as we go, also take into account seasonal trends. Look at how your products have done previously over the different seasons. Make sure you're taking into account different holidays if you see dips in sales over those periods. And if you can, use those to forecast where you're going to be for conversion rates and set bids based off of that. And then if you really want to get advanced, you can take a look at trends like day of the week and see if there's any ways that you can utilize that 
to also kind of do these micro adjustments. You don't necessarily need to do that. That's just another fun aspect that we do, but it's one of many like repeatable trends that we can try to find and take advantage of. Any other items that I missed or key pieces you want to cover, Matt? No, I think that covers it. Sounds good. Yeah. So overall, we covered a lot. There's a lot of changes on Amazon advertising. So make sure you're listening to upcoming podcasts where we're going to be talking through a lot more of these trends, new features, and just general strategies that we can implement to make sure that you're getting the most out of your Amazon advertising. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.